Welcome to the Groundbreakers podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com and featuring innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today. And in this episode, Raja Gawi, investment associate, Suffolk Technology, provides insights on his organization's relationship with TradeHounds, a platform designed specifically for those working in construction, and the opportunities the platform offers to Suffolk Construction and the construction industry as a whole in addressing workforce shortages. Let's dig in with Raja now. Thank you, Raja, for joining me today. Um, To start off, before we dive into Suffolk Technology, I'd like to get a little bit of background on Suffolk Construction, the parent company for for Suffolk Technology. Can you tell me a little bit about the company and just give us some context for the organization? Happy to, uh, and thank you for having me here. Uh, Suffolk is a privately held national enterprise that invests, innovates, and builds. Suffolk is an end-to-end business that provides value throughout the entire project lifecycle by leveraging its core construction management services with its vertical service lines that include real estate capital development, design, self-performed construction services, technology startup investment, the vertical I'm a part of, uh, and innovation, including research and development. Uh, Suffolk is a national company with $3.7 billion in annual revenues, 2,500 employees across the U.S. with our headquarters in Boston. Uh, we serve clients in every major industry sector, including healthcare, science and technology, education, gaming, transportation, aviation, commercial, the list goes on. Um, we are privately held and led by our founder, chairman, and CEO, John Fish, uh, and we're ranked number 23 on the ENR list of top 400 contractors in the U.S. Okay, great. That's good context for us. And I'd like to start in then on Suffolk Technology. Can you tell me a little bit about how it was formed and what its objectives are and the types of activities that it's involved in? Yeah, for sure. Suffolk Technology or Suffolk Tech, as we refer to it, um, was formed on two sets of convictions. The first one is that there is increased activity and excitement in construction. We're seeing both entrepreneurs from the industry, as well as entrepreneurs from other industries, come and found startups to help us build better, faster, cheaper, safer. We're also seeing a lot of investment come from uh, big venture capital funds to fuel these startups and help spur their growth. That's on one end. On the other end, um, Suffolk has some fairly proprietary knowledge on what works and what doesn't work, honestly. Over the last four or five years alone, we've managed to try over 60 solutions, over 100 sites. And we have a dedicated national team of seven whose sort of sole job is to meticulously track quantitative and qualitative feedback from our operational guys on the field. Where They go and they interview them and say, what works, what doesn't, what problems do you have that don't have a solution yet? So between our realization that entrepreneurs are out there trying to innovate, and the proprietary sort of insight that we have from our set of sites. We believe that we are very well positioned to not only sort of be a customer of those cutting edge startups, but also to invest in them um, to align long-term incentives. Well, that sounds like a very innovative approach to the marketplace. And it, it actually ends up helping your organization as well as others out there in the construction marketplace by doing that. 
that's definitely part of our mission. Um, we don't only want to help Suffolk build better, but we also want to push the entire industry and ecosystem forward. Right. Um, our right. thesis as a fund is to invest in startups that drive more efficiency and productivity in the industry. Um, we started our journey about uh, a year and a half ago now. We've made seven investments in that time frame, uh, which has been a very good pace for us. We've invested in smaller companies and more mature companies, anywhere from pre-revenue to hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue across the building life cycle. Okay, so I understand one of the technologies that Suffolk Tech has recently invested in is a company called Trade Hounds. Yes. Um, can you kind of talk us through how that came about and what, what specifically drew um, <coughs> Suffolk's attention to that organization? For sure. So um, Trade Hounds is a local company to Boston. So we've known Peter and Dave, uh, the founders from the ecosystem for a while. Uh, Peter and I actually share the same alma mater, although we didn't sort of overlap, but always, always good to invest in a fellow alum. Um, so we've known Peter and Dave for a while. Uh, one of our development partners, Corrigan in New York, also has a venture capital arm. And when they decided to lead uh, the latest round of Trade House, we got very excited. Um, and we spent some time doing some extensive research on both Trade House and labor staffing in general. So let me start with construction. Um, part of why we were very interested in uh, trade hounds is because there's a massive labor shortage in the industry um, for both skilled and unskilled labor. Right. We went and spoke uh, to our teammates who sort of do recruiting, uh, manage workers on site, and we heard some fairly sort of painful stories about how you can go and find good sort of workers to staff. Um, we've heard stories of people having to go to Home Depot and wait on the corner hope that somebody with a paint stain or a paint bucket walks out so you can go and poach them to be sort of your labor for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we heard stories of people, especially in somewhat remote job sites, having to go to local churches, table outside of, sort of to wait after service and try to say, we have a job opening, please come work for us. Really? Well, that's interesting. Process. Right, right. Process. Yes. Uh, the way it works is, if you have your sort of someone in your personal network, you staff them. And then once you run through that, you look at your current site, you try to bring folks that you like from your current site to your next site. But then we're building more and more and more buildings sort of as an industry, not just a Suffolk, and they're getting more complex. And the number of laborers is increasing much more slowly than the rate of the industry. So you have this gap and it's very hard to find good people. So outside of doing it through your network, you're really out of options right now. There's no sort of, let me go on LinkedIn and scroll through some people's profiles and see who has relevant experience. That doesn't exist. You can go and sort of get a staffing agency. You can go and post sort of on Craigslist, on um, one of the many job boards out there. It's fairly inefficient, low yield, low quality. It's not the kind of person you want to staff. Um, so that's the first sort of problem that's industry specific. The second trend that we sort of um, uncovered that we we're also excited about is looking at the broader tech market. LinkedIn is great, does what it needs to do, but if you're a designer, LinkedIn doesn't really help you much. So there was a social network dedicated to designers called Behance that got acquired by Adobe. Um, if you're a doctor, you can list the kind of expertise you have, but that's not enough for LinkedIn. So there's another network called Oximity that's just dedicated to doctors. Um, there's one for tech developers where they can share the code that they write. There's one for nurses. There's one for veterans. So there is this sort of macro tech trend that 
if you are within a large enough profession, you have a social network dedicated to your profession to meet its needs. If you look at construction, there is no one such um, network just yet. But at this point, almost everybody has a smartphone. It's a very visual industry. People are already on Instagram posting about their work. It's a very proud industry. People love to sort of do good work and talk about it. So Tradehound's approach just made a lot of sense. It's what people need. It's what others have done before. And you need to staff people. People are looking for jobs. We're looking for workers. Let's, let's do it. Right. And it sounds like it, it does sound like it makes complete sense for this industry to have something that's more specialized for it, because there's very specific needs there that can't necessarily be addressed in other platforms that are already out there. So have you seen um, the potential for trade homes in your own organization? Is Suffolk Construction using it as well at this point? So um, Trade Hounds was solely focused on workers. They wanted to create an application where people can go, post about their work. I don't know if you spent much time on the app, but it's really people posting about the work they're proud of. Every so often they post about an injury that they had. Um, if there's something going really wrong on site, they might just post about it, say, don't do this. Um, but the app until now has been fairly focused on getting the workers and catering to their needs. Um, what we've helped the team with is we opened up some of our sites uh, to Peter and Dave, the co-founders, where they went, they talked to workers, to laborers, invited them to join the app. Um, they launched their uh, job board in beta in uh, the Boston area. So as a proud Tradehounds user, although I'm not a laborer, but I'm fairly active on the app, um, I went there. Um, I pretended to be an electrician. Um, I said, I'm interested in a job. Within 24 hours, I got a text saying, there's an electrician in Methuen, uh, north of Boston, looking to hire. This is the rate. Call us back. So this works. This is great. So there's a lot of potential there. And exactly. it, can you talk about, do you know what their plans are as far as rolling that out on a broader scale at this point? Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't want to speak to Peter and Dave and their particular plans, but the sort of original thesis is let's create a job marketplace for workers. And they're starting to deliver that on that in Boston. I know they have a very thoughtful and deliberate plan to roll that out to different markets across the U.S. And we're very excited about how we can help them in those local markets, especially ones we operate in, uh, to succeed. Looking even beyond that, um, I think the opportunities are endless for trade hounds. You have a database of all the workers they're managing basically proof of work, the quality of sort of uh, their labor. Um, why not help them manage their training certificates, their affiliations? Um, if you have all that data, maybe you can help them with onboarding onto the site so they can get straight to work. Um, the list goes on. Again, not to speak on behalf of Peter and Dave, but when we assess the opportunity, um, we were very excited about where they can, what they can do, not just in the next year, but in the next five to 10 years. Sure, and it sounds like you've become a really good partner with them in trying to help them to, to envision and to produce something that's really going to benefit the construction industry long-term. That's our hope. Um, when we started our investment effort, uh, we realized that there's a lot of capital out there, but not enough good companies. And we wanted to make sure that whatever company we invest in, we're able to add value above and beyond what a check can write. Company like Tradehouse can go and get money from whoever they want, to be honest. 
so we want to make sure that we're able to prove value above wiring them some money and then just not talking to them until they need us. We want to be active, good partners. Right, right. So what do you see as the opportunities moving forward? I mean, you've described some of the things that are available um, at currently, but also things that are in development. Do you see larger opportunities um, long term with a, a platform like TradeHounds? Um, there are definitely many more. And I think um, in as much as Peter and Dave and the rest of the team are able to stay close to their customers, to the laborers, listen to them and deliver to what they tell them they want, they're going to succeed. And one of the other things we were very excited about when it came to trade hounds is the team is just phenomenal. Uh, Dave comes from the trades. Um, his entire family is uh, laborers and uh, subcontractors out in Australia. Peter uh, built Catalent uh, in Boston, uh, which is a tech enabled recruiting uh, startup, um, which has matured uh, a lot since. And John, their head of technology, uh, sold his first company as a teenager. So as, as you think about the sort of hypothetical perfect team to tackle this problem, we couldn't think of any better combination than, than the three of them. And I have no doubt that they will continue to deliver. Great. And it sounds like a great investment on the part of Suffolk Tech as well to, to help promote that. So I'm biased, but I'm very excited about it. I, I can tell. I can definitely tell. So what do you see ahead for Suffolk Tech? Um, where do you think the next step is, or is there anything else that you'd like to share about what you're already doing as an organization? Yeah, happy to. So um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we've made uh, seven investments to date and we continue to be very active. Uh, we're excited about founders trying to build new business models, marketplaces, cutting edge technology to help us build better, faster, cheaper, safer. Um, our latest investment was in a company called Agora um, out in the West Coast. Uh, they're helping electricians purchase materials more efficiently. Um, we're very excited about the team as well and uh, how they can help um, electricians just make more informed decisions as to how they procure their materials and do that more efficiently and faster from the site. Um, one of our other portfolio companies is called OpenSpace. Uh, they recently announced a uh, $15 million raise um, to help them double down on their AI-enabled uh, image recognition technology. So we continue to be very excited about them. Um, I can sing the praise of all my portfolio, but I'm just gonna pause here. Um, <laughs> looking forward, we think that startups that are able to analyze the wealth of data that now exists on sites uh, will be very, very successful in augmenting the expertise of our frontline guys and girls um, going forward. So if someone has um, questions or is interested in learning more about Suffolk technology, where can they find that information? Um, they're welcome to visit suffolk-tech.com, our website. Um, we have a, um, a message forum there where they can reach out more or less directly to me. It goes to my inbox. Uh, and they can find me also on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm always happy to talk to folks who are excited about the industry or working on something exciting in the industry. Great. Well, thank you so much, Raja, for joining me today. It's really insightful and it's inspiring to learn how you're helping to promote technology that can help to further the industry. So I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for interviewing. This was a lot of fun. Well, that's it for this edition of Groundbreakers. Thank you to Raja Gawi at Suffolk Technology for taking the time to talk with us today. Be sure to tune in for future episodes of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. 
Until next time.